special is in the air here. Long. Games. Brees Hall over the right side, powering in, touchdown Cyclones. Out to the 10, to the left side, to the 5, touchdown! Oh my goodness, what a touch by Wall. Welcome back to another edition of Sound the Sirens. I'm your host, Thomas Ornis, and today we're going to recap the West Virginia game. That was a complete bummer, and uh, look forward to the... Texas game that's probably gonna be the last Texas game of Jack Trice for God knows how long since they're booting to the SEC and yeah we I was there firsthand and it was quite uh it was a drizzly day Morgantown's a beautiful town but it was just a yeah it was just a dud uh, well we played pretty well on offense West Virginia I don't know I was not very impressed we just did not play very good on defense it was the worst John, it was the worst uh, d- defensive performance under Haycock in a long time, I think. Yeah, and, I, I agree. And I'm what I've heard, I'm rewatching the game. I'm glad I was there because the announcers are pretty. Oh, that, that's yeah. I mean, pretty annoying. I tried to pause it or sh- mute it so I could listen to John Walters and Eric Heft, but I couldn't get it to sync. And Brandon Wheaton is bad, and the other girl with him is bad. Um, but that's what you get for being on an ESPN plus. I mean, we we're missing some angles that probably could have decided the game yep. um, because we're on ESPN plus, but for the love of God, I mean, they're printing money when it comes to the college football. I mean, when the, the ratings and everything, why can't ESPN plus have a full boat of, of angles like the other teams do? I mean, if we were on our other stations, I mean, we we're on ESPN or uh, ABC um, that, touchdown doesn't stand i they can't review the they can't review the um delay a game which i don't care what you say i mean i can speak as a high school official i have never ever seen that call missed at the high school level yeah especially since they have a clock in high school i didn't realize that in the stadium until after the game i didn't realize it was fourth down i was like man that's really annoying they're fourth and goal or it was fourth down in the red zone and they score and I'm just like, wow, really? Yeah, I listened to Jeff Woody this week, and he, he he was trying to be really nice to the refs, but he was giving them way too much credit. I mean, you have one – that is a one-job thing. There's nothing going on during the snap. There's seven officials on the field. Yeah, there should be a 20-point, 20 21-point swing going the West Virginia way just on bad calls. Well, that but that that play alone, you know, that they could have scored in the next play. Who knows? Yeah. But that was fourth down. Way our cornerbacks and, are playing. But if you can't if you can review in basketball a shot clock violation, why can't you review that? Yeah, I don't know. I if didn't. you can take a three pointer off the board in a basketball game, why can't you just nullify that play? But what the thing I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Like I made a tweet after the game, like this listing off the listing off the road trips I've been on that there's ended too just bad. Like I left off a couple off the list. Honestly. Right, I left off the Alamo Bowl. I left off the Texas game where me and uh, Brash Bradley and Nathan Tool went down, and that was when that was before that was when uh, we played Baylor and Dave Montgomery got in that fight and he got suspended for yeah. the first half. And Brock Purdy, eighteen years old, going in like a hundred ten thousand fans. That's 
a pretty tall that's a pretty tall task for an 18 year old but yeah just the streak i've been on for bad just not only bad like heartbreaking wise but just like there's a like the same formula, like we get screwed over by the refs somehow, some way. Well, I can, I honestly can't say that. I, I don't think we can say we can be screwed over by the refs because I agree with Campbell. I mean, you can't put yourself in that position. However, I'm just saying, like the weird, right? The like it's, it's Aaron, a, like Will Clyburn, the Aaron Craft undercut yeah, him. They call right. the charge. Um, UAB, the, UAB was we just played bad. We were um, there for the, the large Alamo, game, the Alamo Bowl, where we had two pretty. Questionable targeting calls. Um, do I keep going? Yeah, it's no, that's depressing. not because it's depressing. But that, yeah, I we can't give up as many yards as we did. Our D, our our secondary can't be a sieve. I mean, it was like straining noodles in the back in the on the, deep, the secondary a couple of times. I mean, they were just passing right through us. Um, and it, you know, some people said that was our worst defensive performance since 2016, possibly. You know, but. You know, I you go back to thinking about Mike Rose not playing. I mean, yeah, he's, he's a he's been a huge piece of this defense for four years. Yeah, it's and just, you take him out of that, it's gonna it's gonna disrupt things, and we did not handle it very well. Yeah, he this first non didn't play not like first did not play of his career, I believe. Yeah, he's I mean, been playing starting right. all his career, and it just goes like it's hard to know what you're missing when it's not it's there all the time because Mike Rose has been there. He's battled through some really tough injuries, and I thought we had really good depth on linebackers. We do, but Mike Rose is a pro linebacker, and it's yeah. it's he's like if you have a three, if you're only rushing three, you need really good linebackers. And Mike Mike Rose has really done a good job, and it just goes to show that next year we'll need to well I find mean, someone yeah. to fill this gap. I think it, I th- honestly I don't think I think Eric Horn played well. I think the rest of the linebackers played fine. Um, it's just the disruption of having a one piece taking a, taken away that is such a huge piece because they, you know, you get in a rhythm on defense that they're kind of relying on him. Like if a guy bounces it outside and we, we're used to Rose stopping it, I mean, then that's not there anymore from a timing standpoint. I think it disrupts things a little bit. But, you know, you're, but you're right. I mean, we rush three and get no pressure. I mean, we can't. Will McDonald got kind of roughed up in the first half. That's he's why he wasn't as explosive getting around the edge. He kind of yeah. got was coming to. He was still battling, but he's he, with a player like that. You need all the explosiveness you need to get to the quarterback. So you're only rushing three, and Will McDonald's really the only one that gets the quarterback every single time. But when but, he's roughed up like that, yeah. it's hard to rely on a guy who and putting pressure on a linebacker crew who's had a pro linebacker there. It's kind of hard to like, like it's going to be different when next year, when Mike Rose, we know we're not going to have Mike Rose and yeah. we have players that know their role. When the, when they change their role in the middle of the season, middle conference play, it's kind of hard to, but, but yeah, West Virginia, I don't know. I just seem like we had better players and they just executed. They just, they executed pretty well and they got the rest behind them too. Did you listen to the uh, West Virginia coaches? Post game press no. conference. So he said that they circled this game after they beat last year. They had the final score of our game with them last year up on the weight room wall really? all all off season because they think they just got bullied and that was their motivation to get stronger and faster during the season. So this is a game that they they had extra motivation for for one reason or the other. 
And, you know, we were playing pretty well, but then you go in and you're playing a team that's three and four. I mean, I don't care what kind of team you are. It's kind of hard to get excited about playing that and playing a team like that. And when they reverse it and they're really circled our game and they really wanted to beat us, I mean, that was kind of a, a bad mixture. And yet, yet at the end of the day, <clears throat> you know, Brees scores and they take that away, that, you know, that's a big difference in a game. So we easily could have won that game. Yeah. We just had to play just a little bit better. There's just a little ticky-tack things, and it's just frustrating because, like, I thought we are just – it just clearly – when I was watching in person, like, it's seeing Brees just, like, blow by people. I'm like, we're just obviously better, but we're just – the secondary was just not executing because whenever a team, like, points out our second our second cornerback and actually puts a – and they have a receiving core that has really good receivers to exploit – our second cornerback, that's not Anthony Johnson. It's not builded well for us in the last couple of years, because yeah. which is frustrating. Because I think we have dudes that are like true freshmen, but that it's the, this need time. Yeah, I mean they, they, they gave, we gave up three hundred seven yards passing. I mean, and but if you had told me before the game started that that Brees is going to rush for one hundred sixty seven and we're going to lose, I told you you're crazy. Yeah, and Brock I mean, played pretty well. Brock with great scrambles, like he had. The Brees oh, fumble, he was, like he was almost in the end zone there. He just yeah. got the one down at the one. Yeah, he was. I mean, I think Brock really gave everything he possibly could to try to win that game. He was busting tackles. He was running like a tailback and a couple runs. You know, he was. You know, we were kind of looking at each other. Where was he last year? So, well, he was. He was a little dinged up last year. He's not dinged up right now, and he's playing to win. I mean, I mean, he did everything he possibly could to get us to win that game, especially that last play that. I think he got the first down, or he's a lot closer than what the refs told us he was. And you know, I don't know. I mean, I I listened to Brent Bloom talk about you know the this is the first year for that white hat um, to be a white hat in officiating, and that's kind of a pieced together crew. I don't know if you remember the great big dude with the the, the great big guns. That one the, referee that was so muscular. The he Jeremiah re- George game. Yeah, he re- he retired a couple of years ago. The oh, yeah. the one guy that the pick up the flag game Kansas State. He went to the Big Ten. Yeah, I wonder so, why. And so. Um, I don't think have, he, I don't think he ever came back to Ames after that game. I, I think, think we have five five new white hats in the Big Twelve possibly right yeah. now, and they really I mean they really struggled. I mean they really kind of lost control of. It. I mean the referees have can get momentum too, just like players do, because a lot of them are former players to be honest with you. But um, they just kind of you kind of snowballed on them, and that touchdown that they you know where you you point you posted on Twitter where the one referee comes in. And signals touchdown, and the umpire overrules him. The guy in the middle of the field overrules him because he says it's a fumble. When have you ever seen that happen? Where they say it's a touchdown, it's but like, then they say it's not a touchdown. They usually keep it as a touchdown and, and then, then review it. Yeah, but they did the opposite. I've never seen that happen before. And I watched that that view from the umpire's side. I can't believe that he would that he would overturn that guy coming in from um, from the. Uh, from the sideline. I mean, it was just, I don't know. It, I mean, yeah, the ref, can, refs didn't lose it, but they sure didn't help it. But we can complain, like, yes, that was a fumble. Yes. No, no, it was, that was not. I don't think it was. It was a, wasn't a fumble. It was very. It was pretty darn close, but we didn't really have the right angles to it, which is frustrating because we're on ESPN Plus and we had terrible announcers that I didn't even have to hear, thank God. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's we just, just can't put ourselves in that position. We can't give them that many yards. We just we can't need, give, we can't. Why can't we get a push on the one-yard line one time? Or put in, like... I, well, Russ was out. That didn't help. Yeah, Russ is out. 
Russ and Dylan Sainer, like last year, yeah. same this year compared to last year, Dylan Sainer, it was a huge part of last year that I did not think we would miss him as much as we do. We, But Brees still ran the ball. Kohler really only had like a couple of catches. Xavier had a long touchdown. It was a broken up secondary. Kohler had one catch. One catch. For 10 yeah. yards. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't like being there in person. It was just, uh, I thought it was one of those games where like we're just better than Simply, we have better players than them. We're going to win this somehow. But yeah. our defense. Uh, the thing that yeah. disturbed me about Russ is I was listening to, to Campbell today, and he said he had a deep cut. What do you cut yourself? Where, where did he cut himself? I mean, yeah. that's why he was out. That's a good so, question. So I'd really like to know where he cut. I mean, I want to go back and try to find that play. It was early in the game, he said. But where do you cut yourself on the on a, on a football field unless you're hitting one of the benches? So, yeah, I mean, you're right. We needed to push it. We needed a push at the end there, but we have to get a rush. I mean, I, we said in the pot, the pregame podcast, a pre preview podcast for West Virginia that Daggy is not mobile, yeah. and we didn't exploit that. Every time they put in the other guy that was supposed to be the mobile quarterback, the things went south on him, and they had to put Daggy back in. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't. I was disappointed. We didn't. Maybe we didn't really blitz. Blitz. Much. Yeah. Right. We didn't. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It was it was a frustrating game, but you know it's. We're still a work in progress, and we have well, Texas, just, on, Texas on the horizon. What I brought up to Michael the other day, it's just like this is like we always thought, wondered what what, what we'd look like if Marcus Visor came back for another year, and this was what yeah. we thought this year was going to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is what we thought we were loaded. We were just simply better than everyone, but it has been that like we have the players, but we just haven't executed, and I think we kind of underestimated the but the the talent of the big 12 in general, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we said, you know, Morgantown's a tough road trip just cause it's an odd place to go. But, you know, I think, you know, you piece together the Rose being out, Russ being out, them taking away Kohler and they, you know, and Will McDonald was invisible for the most part in the first yeah, I think half. He got I mean, dinged up. A I mean, bit. yeah. But, so, I mean, but who's the, you can, who's the backup for Will McDonald? You can't even like a half of Will McDonald is still like probably the, a starter in our right. state, so yeah. it's too bad. I mean, I think we've we've left some cards on the table quite a bit this year, and it's frustrating. I mean, you because know, we, and also like I've said, the talent of the Big Twelve is like better than we thought. But like we're, we're but like we should still like we have the best quarterback we've ever had, arguably the best running back, the best tight end who we we use. We we go on stretches where we don't even use him. Which yeah. I don't really get. Is well, it, I mean, they they're taking him away. Obviously, that was a game plan is to take Kohler away. They took Kohler away. You're telling me they took Kohler away and Xavier Hutchinson. Well, Xavier Hutchinson only Xavier, had like three or four catches. Well, he had six, six. and but he it, one of but a couple of them were when we had holding calls and right. we just try to get some yards back. Yeah. So if you go through our catches, Tariq Melton one, um, Brees three, Chase Allen two, Jalen Knoll two, Kohler one, and Brock one. I mean, we just don't have. Anybody else right now? When they take Kohler, they're taking Kohler the tight end away and took away the our best receiver. I mean, we just don't have anybody stepping up that gets separation for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, I, it's it's frustrating, but I I don't think we can fault their effort. I mean, no. I think we played hard. No. I mean, I and I think it, the thing that did frustrate me, however, is I thought the last like four minutes we had a little extra umph yeah. for lack of a better phrase, defensively and offensively. But then we just get the 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 balloon popped with the Brees's fumble and the first down that wasn't and 
you know, it was just a lot. But, of it, but, but that offensive pass interference they called in West Virginia was horrendous on the Jill and Noel. I mean, oh, yeah. that was so bad. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, we can't. We're we're we are too good to put ourselves in that position where the white the referees are going to take but, it away from us. If Brees doesn't drop the ball, we're not talking about this. Yeah, I think we win. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, just hangs on the ball. That's but, all he's got to do. It's just. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Baylor kicking the kick return, and then Brees Hall fumbling in the end zone is probably what's going to keep us away from the Big Twelve championship. Yeah, I mean a two point loss to Baylor, who everybody thinks Baylor is the second coming right now until they play Oklahoma, and yeah. they'll probably be leading twenty one to zero, and then Oklahoma is going to come roaring back and win by fourteen. Yeah, it's every okay. it's the same story every time. Yeah, I mean we're. Like we've said a million times, our like Larry Stacey used to say, our margin of error is razor thin, and right now we're not living up to it. Or I guess you could say, but yeah, um, I, would, I actually would have felt better after the game, but I wouldn't have listened to those stupid announcers. They were yeah. so bad; it was just painful to listen to. I mean, I thought Brennan, we know he really he played in the NFL. He was the guy that was a quarterback for Oklahoma State when we beat them when they were ranked second. You know, he's going to have a little bit of you know. Add a little bit to this, but he was—he doesn't talk very well. I mean, he—he he was throwing in some some offensive knowledge that he obviously has, but you couldn't understand him. They never mentioned Rust being out. Yeah, well, I had no idea he was out. They never even brought it up. But the Brandon Whedon thing, like, do you think it's kind of ironic? Like, ironic how he's like cheerleading the other team, but Iowa State literally ruined his chances of winning a national championship. Well, we said that during the game. The girl that was on there, she was cheering vividly obviously when the West Virginia did something I don't think she's any got a dog in the fight but I mean all three of them were bad their sideline reporter was was bad so I mean it was just but, you know and, the, and you look in the crowd and there was hardly anybody there it was it, like half full yeah I mean and you know everybody's got their banjo and a Michelob light and their or Michelob ultra in their hand I mean it's they were nice they're like they're like any other crowd like they're just like yeah you can't really like throw a broad brush on West Virginia fans. Like it's either they're really nice or really rude. There's really no in between. Well, I, I tell you the thing that, the thing that may, that probably got me more worked up during the games. I hate playing teams that talk a lot of crap constantly. And on TV, it looked like West Virginia just would not shut up. Yeah. And I just want, I just love to beat those teams. Oklahoma can be that way. Texas, when Charlie Strong was there, was really that way. And uh, Stoops' teams. West Virginia appeared to be the same thing. They kept talking to our guys, and I just probably comes back last year. We literally just absolutely embarrassed them. They did not. They look like like it was the me and Devin Clark who we did like a we were still testing out the waters of the equipment, and we just did some fun podcast last year. We were worried about West Virginia like losing that game because we had like a. 5% 5% chance of not making the Big 12 championship. Like, this is how we'd lose to West oh, Virginia. Yeah. Like, yeah. But we literally, it looked like JV versus varsity. Like, yeah. that, it was that bad. It was December, December 5th. It was like 50 degrees out. Yeah, I think they've got a good coach, too. So they're going to be, but you like, know, they're going to be good. I they're think. three and four. They might, or like four, four and four, four now. Four and four. They, yeah, they might make the Pinstart Bowl. Congratulations. Well, they're one win, they're one win behind us. I mean, they're one win behind. They must be at Oklahoma at Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, so they're you pretty- look at the Big 12 standings right now, and, you know, Oklahoma's 6-0, and Oklahoma State and Baylor are tied at 4-1, and and we're 3-2. We're and two. and then you got Kansas State, Texas, West Virginia, all 2-3. and three. So, 
lot's going to shake out here, obviously, in the next in the next four games. We go Texas, Texas at Texas at Texas Tech at Oklahoma TCU. And by the way, TCU firing Patterson. I think it was them making they. I think they were having this discussion about moving on with Gary Passion to Gary Passion, and I think Gary was just like, "All right, I'm leaving." Yeah, it was like. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go record some more country songs. Like I've heard people on Twitter, like he literally built TCU. Right, he did at all the yeah. Al- like, who the hell thought of TCU before Gary Patterson? Anything? Nobody, nobody. Like they brought like without Gary, without Gary Patterson, they don't come to Big Twelve. Yeah, he's just think about how many millions of dollars they generate because they came to Big Twelve. Yeah, and I'm sure he got a. I'm sure I think they treated him right. I mean, I'm sure he got a really nice buyout, and he probably just said, you know what. Most coaches know when it's too when you know you're not you, when people aren't listening to you anymore. And he probably saw the writing on the wall. He's probably got plenty of money, and he'll find another job. I mean, and the NIL stuff like right. it's, there's no. It's not a coincidence that Roy Williams, uh, Coach K, and all these oh, yeah. old well, old school guys, old school guys are leaving. I, which probably brings up probably Kirk Ferentz is probably I don't know. Well, I wouldn't yeah, be I'm surprised sure if Kirk Ferentz too. I'm pretty no. sure Kirk Ferentz is probably thinking the same thing. But that's just. Uh, yeah, but what are the odds Brian Ferentz gets a job this stuff? Zero. Season? You don't think he's going to get a job? There, I always had pensions to fire him, like a pension, like a bring, pinch? it to, bring it to bring it to City Hall. Hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, well, we got Texas, what which do does make Texas? sense with West Virginia, is because West Virginia lost to Maryland, and Maryland lost to Iowa by fifty. So why did Corey <laughs> Dunn punt? I don't at one time. I don't know. I just about put my fist through my brand new television when I, I saw, saw him, he, when he went out there. I saw him, yeah, I saw him walk out there. I'm like, did Mavis get hurt? I'm like one punt? Why? They return it all the way to our, like midfield. I'm guessing. Sorry, Corey. It's not just, re- I'm not just sorry. Enjoy, enjoy standing on the sidelines. I we don't. Do we just have to anymore. like? Do we have to like give us a reason why we're paying for his education? No, I don't. No, we don't. Like, no. why would we? I don't want to beat him up anymore. We beat him up plenty. I just don't understand why in God's green earth he was back out there again. Yeah. But that's the way it is. All so, right. Texas. On, moving on, Texas. I can't wait. I don't care what a record is. I am going to be one of the most loud, obnoxious fans on the planet when they run out for the field. It's going to be an angry yes. ass. And I hope it is. It's going to be angry ass Ames, Iowa. I think that's what it's going to be on Saturday. Hope they come in all black. So I put the black helmet on just to project. <laughs> We're doing this on Tuesday night, projecting that they're going to wear ball black because I think that's I what don't care some, my, my generation loves the blacks. I know my dad just loves the tradition. He's all traditionalist. He doesn't like the blacks, but I don't care. I, want the I never have said I don't like the blacks. I said that was after the Iowa game. Yeah. I'm tired of talking about what freaking colors we're wearing. Let's just make wear a uniform and play football. That's all I said. I don't like dislike the blacks. Yeah, I don't like. I didn't like that combination. I don't like the black with the with the Iowa. marshmallow on top. Against Iowa, yeah. But I think I love black them. helmets. I'm all right with. Yeah, just uh, Texas is a very up and down team to say the least. They play three quarters every game. Um, <laughs> they think they're like seventy five and twenty in the fourth quarter or something like that. They, I watched them. What, versus, is, what did what does that mean? What did you say? They're like seventy. They're losing in the fourth quarter. Oh, seventy five to twenty or something. They're like losing seventy five. Okay. And, like, I watched them against uh, Oklahoma. I'm like, man, they look like Alabama in the first quarter. They're up 28 to 3 or whatever it was to Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, boy, because they looked like they had a freshman number eight worthy who looks like a stud. He's going to yeah, be he's really good. He's going to be a stud. Casey Thompson 
way I think he's way better than Ellinger is. He's got an arm. It's just they can't pull a whole game together. It's just it'll be scary to see when they actually do have a defense. It just feels like they find they're finally getting a defense with Tom Herman at the very end there, but then they fire all this coaching staff and they got to re- restart all of it. And uh, yeah, I just think it'll be an angry. It'll, it'll be angry uh, Ames, Iowa, yeah, and Jack Trice, well. and uh, I think it'll be a fun crowd. I'm not sure if it'll – I'm not very confident that – I don't know why, but I don't really feel confident that we'll win. Mm. I just think that whenever a receiving core has more than one good receiver, we just really struggle, and I hope I'm wrong. But Well, Jim, Haycock knows that too, so I'm sure he's laying awake or tr- sitting in front of the film trying to figure that out. I mean, Just I, the players that are dinged up. Are the most important players we got on defense? Will McDonald's. So why do you say Will McDonald's dinged up? He's. I just. I was sitting in the fifty yard line on the Iowa State sideline, and he kind of. I just saw him kind of limp to the sidelines a couple of times. And really, I just. I don't know. How well, I don't. I honestly think I have no knowledge of this, but I don't think Mike Rose plays. I really don't. I mean, I think I said in the last podcast that if he doesn't play on Saturday, this past Saturday that it's a bigger deal than what we thought. If he did play, it wasn't that big a deal, and he didn't play. So I would be shocked if he played on Saturday, which is – Which I think know. the reports of him playing are just to scary Texas yeah. or scary West Virginia, yeah. which I hope I'm wrong. I, he's an Iowa State legend. Yeah, if right. he doesn't play another game, he's an Iowa State legend. Um, yeah, the, that's the, the sad part is that I want to watch him play. Yeah, I, mean, he's I, so he's, yeah, I was looking forward to playing. I mean, but you know, I don't know. He, it, it, nobody knows exactly what's wrong with him. It's but it's in his shoulder, and it's hard to play linebacker with a bummed yeah, up shoulder. Which, so. which which is a way different scenario with him versus like when Jake Knott had his shoulder injury. Like we're not Jake Knott was had was out there helping yeah. duct tape together when yeah. he was playing because there was nobody else. Yeah, I think it's a different scenario there because. Jake Knott was like a borderline, maybe get drafted. I think yeah. Mike Rose is definitely going to get drafted and yeah. be an NFL uh, linebacker. But we, we just need somebody to step up. We need some of these younger guys in the secondary to step up. We need somebody to – I mean, I know Jake Hummel had probably had his best game as a Cyclone. Eric Horn played really well. I think Orion Vance is fantastic. Um, but it's hard to replace Mike Rose, and we just have to – play as a unit a little bit better and we got to get pressure on the quarterback i mean we can't let him stand back there and pick us apart because we have to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands faster one way or the other or it's gonna be a long day i think our coaching staff will respect more of texas receivers and weapons obviously more than west virginia which will be and if mike rose isn't playing and if hopefully we have a full week of practice of the second guy being in there the whole practice and game plan but if, so did you see J.R. Singleton play? I I didn't really recognize. I didn't I, look for him. I was looking for him. I didn't see him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I th- and I, he had played the week before, and so I didn't see him play um, this past weekend. I thought it was just Isaiah Lee. I could be wrong. Isaiah Lee and and Wazirike were playing um, in the middle. So um, I'm hoping he's available because I still I I'm a big J.R. Singleton fan. I think he's going to be really good, but. I hope he didn't re-injure that knee. I have no information about it. I just didn't see him play on Saturday. So I mean, but yeah, I, I, th- I, don't, I, th- I don't like me saying that I'm not confident to win. It's just I don't know. Either we just come out and absolutely like obliterate him, like bowler the ball, get Brees running, give get Xavier back in the flow of the offense, like 
charging down the field rather than pass it to him when we're getting holding call and it's second and 33. Joe Skates is nowhere to be found right now either. Yeah, I mean, that's too bad. I mean, I, I, he's, I saw him on the sidelines, but, man, he is not getting any, any love right now for some reason. I think that might be over with, it's, which, I don't know. which is just projecting because I have no idea, but – which so tell I me mean, so I we'll get to predictions here in a second, but I think it go one. I think you're right. It could go one way or the other. It could either be Texas out talents us, or we are so pissed off right now that we come out and play really well, and it's going to be cold. The sun's going to go down. We got a bunch of Texas guys here that aren't really thrilled about playing right now in general because their Big Twelve hopes are gone. Um, and so if the the Snowball starts rolling downhill for us. I think, you know, Texas might just pull a Patrick Mahomes and say, you know what, yeah. I just want to go home. That's what I hope because this is the last big game in Jack Trice because TCU, you lose your head coach in the middle season. I don't really see them competing against us. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm right, obviously. But this is the last big game, 630 night game. And yeah. this might be like the good buy for Brock Purdy and all these seniors that – have given us so much memories and yeah, and that, that TCU it, game is on a Friday. Yeah, I think just Thanksgiving. This, this well, we should treat this like the goodbye. I mean, the TCU game will be, yeah, I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see what the standings are at that point. We yeah. might not be even considering the Big Twelve championship, which I think those hopes are dead. Yeah, I mean, so what? Let's play this out. This, so, how does this have to work for us to sneak in there? I mean, Oklahoma is. I think we're, they're not. They're not going to implode. And so we're we're one loss behind. We have the tiebreaker with Oklahoma State. So if Oklahoma State gets one loss, we're ahead of them. Um, if Baylor gets one more loss, we're tied with them. But then they've got the tiebreaker on us. So the only way we sneak into the Big Twelve championship is that if Baylor drops two of the last four, which I think is against. Do they play Okie State? They play Oklahoma State. They have Okie State left. I'll look Oklahoma. It up. Do they have Oklahoma left? I don't think they played Oklahoma yet either. Which will be interesting because so I don't know. Which like I mean, still people could, are like talking about happen. talking about how Oklahoma's kind of been disappointing. They're still undefeated, right? They yeah. still haven't lost. Like right, yeah. we think the Big Twelve is wide open. Like, but no, it's not until Oklahoma loses a game. Like right. they sure lost lost to Kansas, but whatever. But yeah, Oklahoma. And Baylor like, plays TCU, Oklahoma, Kansas State, and Texas Tech. That's who they have left. Yeah, so they're at they're at TCU this weekend, um, which you know what? Anytime a team gets their co their coach leaves, sometimes they have a little bit of a, a bounce effect. So and TCU has players too. The, yeah, wrong. the cover's not the cover's not bare at TCU. So I mean, so if you got to pick, if they let's assume they lose to Oklahoma, that's a that's a Norman. They've got at TCU at Kansas State and Texas Tech at home. I'm guessing the, our two best chances of them dropping that second one is TCU and Kansas State. Yeah, Kansas State. Yeah. And that'll be, depend on what version of Kansas State you see that day. I mean, Kansas but. State's just have been, they've been playing the last couple of weeks and their coach has been fired after they beat them. So yeah. they're on a beating streak. Yeah, I don't know. It's, of uh, coaches there. Yeah, well, I'm hoping, you know, I, I think it's going to be a tuned-up crowd because I think it's going to be the weather's supposed to be nice during the day. Um, yeah, the good tailgating good weather. Tailgating weather. Um, everybody will be excited about, you know, getting getting um, getting after Texas when they come out. I know I've had this game circled on my calendar for quite a while. And yeah, it's just um, this, this game and the Iowa game, and then Okie State was fun. 
which yeah, yeah it'll be that's the story of the day was the the special teams coach with Texas and the monkey thing. That was <laughs> it's the uh, the most bizarre story I've ever heard. That was like a literally an episode. a lot of bizarre stories in the world this week. It was like a Bob and Tom thing. Yeah, it's that we I hadn't heard that story till you told me this afternoon. I mean, that was bizarre land. Like I read that last night. I'm like, I had to read it like three times. I'm like, that is the weirdest story I've ever heard in my whole life. And we happened to play them this year, and I saw Cycle and Larry's like, tell me, <laughs> like tweeting, like tell me why you haven't bought in your monkey suit yet for the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, all the rumors going around. We got the possibly the leader of the free world having a accident at the Vatican. I mean, that was some, that was something that was all over Twitter for a while too. So, I mean, it's just been a, it's a strange time to be a human being. It's, it's, been, it's a, been that way for a while. Yeah. I mean, and COVID is COVID. The whole COVID land thing has not helped at all. And, and we got basketball in seven days from mm-hmm. now. We got the women's basketball team ranked 12th and basketball team keep losing players, but, Hopefully we rallied behind this team. Just yeah. a fun team to watch. It's still fun to be a Cyclone fan. I don't care what it is. I mean, I've been this way my entire life, and so I'll still keep showing up. And but like, okay. Looking forward to Saturday. Looking forward to basketball games. Kennesaw State. You know what's the trivia question with Kennesaw State? It's their first game. You know the trivia question with that? Like, Coach Smalls was on Prome staff. Guess where he's at now? Kennesaw State. He's at Kennesaw State. The thing about <clears throat> losing to West Virginia is, like, I don't know about, about you, like, but the mentality of, like, this is our only shot to be win the Big Twelve. Like we still got Campbell. We got Oklahoma. no, no. I'm not. We got, we got Oklahoma and Texas leaving. We got Purdy is leaving. Sure, Kohler's leaving. We got studs, but like. So let's just for the fun of it, let's talk about that for a second. So hypothetically, next year, just for, since you brought it up, hypothetically, our starting lineup next year: Hunter Decker's at at quarterback, which I think he can be grow into something special. Jarrell Brock's Eli Sanders or Deion Silas at running we, back. We just got a three-star recruit from and Georgia I'm, who's going to be an absolute stud, I think. Easton Dean has seen some time, don't know about the tight end. You know, um, Then you go down our list of wide receivers. We still have Jalen Knoll. We still have Joe Skates, hopefully. We have Sean Shaw. We still have Darren – or no, excuse me, we don't have Darren Wilson. Um, and then on the offensive line, we have got Hufford is still back. Trevor Downing still around. Um, Joey Ramos is still around. Simmons. Simmons is still around. Um, and Remsburg is still around. So Remsburg. the cupboard the cupboard is not bare. Yeah, it's just but I don't know. You you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I know. When, I know, you, but, when we lose these type of games, like, oh, we're losing our one shot to win the big right, twelve. Like Right. And sometimes it's been true. When we when Pfizer and those guys but, just did, didn't win it. Um, when the Michigan State that was I don't think I, see, I don't think Campbell was at any West Virginia parties after that loss. Um, no, I'm talking about the Michigan State game where oh restation. I mean that was a Elite Eight game that hasn't happened since. I mean so that's that is one of those moments. But but like when we were in the transfer stuff, like Royce, like oh we're not going to get another player like Royce, and yeah. then we get George the next year, we're like oh we're not going to have players oh. like no, Tyrus McGee, yep. Will Climber. It's like oh the next year we have like. I know where you're DeAndre going. Kane yeah. like, I, I'm, I'm, our, my mentality towards football has totally changed. I mean, when this season's over, I'll be looking forward to next year just as much as I was looking forward to this year. Because, like, regardless of what happens the rest of the way out, I think Hutchinson will come back because, like, the COVID year makes it weirder because, like, some of these seniors don't have to leave. Like, no. Pretty doesn't have to leave. He doesn't want to, but I think he will, obviously. Ashim Young's back. Anthony Johnson doesn't have to leave. He can come back, but I think he'll leave. 
I think Ashim's gone. Ashim, you think Ashim's gone? Yeah. Mike Rose doesn't have to leave, but I think he will leave. And like, Will McDonald, he's gone. Jay Cumble has spent six played six years, like yeah. Yeah, six years now. He's gone, but we still we got the best recruiting class in Iowa State history coming in next year. We can't we can't be having. I think you're right. We can't have an Iowa State attitude like. Things have gone a little south. They haven't gone totally south yet. We still have an outside chance to make the Big 12 championship game if things fall our, our way. But we got to start making our own luck. I know. I mean, we got to start. We got to win out to do this. And so, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. If we went, if we don't do our our job, it ain't going to happen. And regardless, at the end of the day, I mean, if we end up, you know, what's worst case scenario? We're seven and five. Or, yeah, I think. I mean, but I don't think we're not gonna be seven five. I think we worst case scenario we're playing in the Alma Bowl, which is the funnest bowl atmosphere I've ever been to. It's yeah. perfect for bowl games, and like if that's the what we thought, like that's still fun and it'll be, yeah. be a good bowl win if we win that. Which bowl games are irrelevant now because of the playoff. We're, like the well, first, they're not irrelevant. No, like I mean, the they, national media, like no one cares. Right. Like we care because Iowa State doesn't really have any trophies, but. Which I think that's why we need a twelve team play- playoff because it makes the regular season more interesting because the national media just talks about the playoff the rest of the way yeah. and none of the other game like the Texas Iowa State game probably won't get as much coverage as it should because it's all about the playoff is Cincinnati in is West Michigan State in but yeah. it, which is funny because it doesn't really matter because it's like all right who's gonna get lose by fifty to Alabama. And that's what it right. ends up being. Yeah. And, like, we they spend so much time focusing who gets in, who gets out, but they just ignore games. Like, Texas is probably the last time coming to Ames and going to the SEC, which is a big deal in Ames. And Ames has been – provided some great content for ESPN, both basketball and football. But for whatever reason, we still get ESPN Plus at West Virginia and – you know, I, speaking of ESPN, I, I don't know what – you probably didn't see this on game day, but Chris Fowler just seems like he doesn't like us. Really? I mean, he was – they were talking – he was talking about on game day how we got a favorable call to win That's the Oklahoma. That's not Chris Fowler. It's uh, Reese Davis. Excuse me, Reese Davis. You're right. Totally my fault, different. My fault, my fault. Totally two different human beings. Yeah, sorry. Fowler. Uh, so Reese – not Chris Fowler. Sorry. Reese Davis. Yeah, so he was saying how we got a favorable call to win the Oklahoma State game, and I – I mean, and a couple guys corrected him. I'm sure if it was our team, it yeah, would have been complaining about it. It was as bad as some of the ones we had to deal with this weekend. Anyway, I don't know. We got to beat Texas. That's all it is. So tell, before we before we wrap this up, you know, you did get to meet a couple people when you're at West Virginia. Correct? Yeah, we we walked me and my uncle Barry and Aunt Carol were walking into the stadium. Will Bradley, Christy, and Paige walk in the stadium and ran into Mike Rose's dad. Like we we're just talking to him. I was like, oh, who who. Uh, who are you the dad of? He's like, Mike Rose. And my Barry just like hits him with the shoulder. He's like, that's my favorite guy. <laughs> and I'm just like, then I asked him, like, I had to ask him, like, is Mike Rose playing today? And he's like, yeah, probably not. I'm just like, well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it was like in the, it was like during the national anthem was going on. We're talking to him. Yeah. Well, he probably just, I know he went out and warmed up. He's he a probably, tall, he probably, tall dude. Tall. Oh, dude. really? Yeah. And didn't he have, didn't he have like 120 family members there or yeah, something? Yeah, something crazy. And yeah. we're talking about his son, like how it's not, yeah. Uh, Bears asking about why his son didn't come to Ames, or but don't give away Stan- everything you talked about. Stanford, I mean. not a bad. Oh right, yeah, not a bad uh, not second, a, not a bad degree to have. Yeah, Stanford is pretty prestigious in that realm. Of, yeah, but we've got. But it is in California. Yeah, you got to deal with that too. So, well, um, 
Don't forget about our friends at grandviewbeef.com. If you want to um, get an order of their um, locally raised beef in north central Iowa, go to grandviewbeef.com. Um, great people. Order some great beef. Add 10 beef sticks to your order. And then use the promo code Sound the Sirens, which is STC is the promo code, and you'll get those beef sticks for free. And again, go to chewworks.com if you want to find a healthy way to entertain your dog with a with a single ingredient collagen chew and a hold a chew. You'll see that if you go to the website. And I know the owner of the company, a great guy. Um, use the Sound the Sirens STC, STC promo code and get a free koozie. And again, we are still going to give a free T-shirt to any order on either website um, when in the next week or so. So score predictions. Oh, well, score predictions. You could have been more wrong last I time. I was so far off. What did I say last 30 week? 30 to 10. Yeah. So so I had the offense about right. I just yeah. didn't have the defense right. Um, I think I, well, I'm going to go 30-24. Uh, 30-24. I'm going to go like 42 to. Write it down so we can compare. What would you say? 30-24. 32-24. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Every time, like, I've never picked against Iowa State yet, so don't gonna, do, don't do it today. Because, um, <laughs> like, with these things, like, do I want to be right or just like what I want to happen? What's where it's kind of iffy? Like, I th- what I want it to happen. I want it to be a thousand to nothing. Yeah, I just want it to be over <laughs> in the first quarter. Where I want it to be a laugher. Yeah, I want the Texas guys to be standing on the line sideline Sh- shivering. Yeah. I hope their heaters stop working. And it starts raining just on their sideline. Yeah, what I hope, I'll just say 42 to 17. 42 17. I will take Grace Hall runs for like 200 yards, and Kohler has two touchdowns, and we don't storm the field because we. No, don't. We don't storm the field. Because I think if we storm the field, our if it's a boozy crowd, Texas, oh boy. last I, time, like that would be kind of kind of ugly. No, which I don't just, want to happen. Just have the student section turn their backs to them as they're running off the field and yeah. stand in the stand in the stand in the stands. Which <laughs> this game would have been so much rowdy if like Texas did like not show up in all the fourth quarters and like be undefeated and we're undefeated. Yeah. Like that would have been like even, but it's that still gonna be worse. Yeah. It's still gonna be a crazy crowd and lots yeah. of fun. And good luck to the humble Wildcats on Friday too. They're ten and zero, Against trying to get to the dome. Should be a fun game. Uh, been a lot of fun so far, so I'm kind of hoping our quarterback uh, um, ends up in a cycling uniform or as a walk-on somehow. But yeah, that'd I, don't be awesome. a, I don't know if that'll happen or not, but it'd be kind of fun if it did. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you guys listening. You yeah. Can, uh, I, give us a review, five-star review. Share it with your friends. Um, get us a couple more listeners somewhere. We're not, uh, you know, our sponsors. We're only. Thomas hasn't got a dime from the sponsors yet because we're not, we're just doing this to try to promo other companies a little bit, and we're um, not doing a Patreon or anything like that. Um, we're just doing this because we're Cyclone fans, and so yep. wear, uh, wear your Cyclone Sound the Siren shirts on on Saturday if you've got them. You can still get them on our website. We got plenty of them, and we yep. got plenty of hats. That's SoundTheSirens.com. Yep. So. SoundTheSirens.com. That's C Y R E N S. I've had some people say sirens, which I still don't understand that. But more of Grandma's generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, one of my buddies called us oh, <laughs> sirens yeah. too. So, yeah, we got plenty of shirts. We'll get them out to you. They're in. They're in my office. I ship them out as fast as I can. Check out the contest Thomas has on Twitter. 
Um, we gave away a shirt and a sign last week. I was a little late getting it shipped out. So if the guy in Minnesota that won it is listening, sorry, you should have it tomorrow. Um, but we're going to do a contest this week sometime and check it out and get us a retweet or whatever, and we'll uh, we'll give away something this week. That's up. That's Thomas's deal. So all right, yep, go Cyclones, go Cyclones, beat Texas. <laughs>